Hello friends, are you curious to know what is the real associated meaning with the once a year celebrated day, October the 31st, Halloween? What about learning some creative, simple ideas, hints and tips for enhancing and decorating a table with the use of fruits and vegetables? Well, tune in to Edible Likeable Table this month, October the 8th, 2020 at 9 p.m. Right here on the Clutch Pod Show by Real Girlfriends Across America. My real girlfriend across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how okay. to describe myself. We gotta give these ladies a makeover. Sometimes you feel like you're always sitting on the show. I'm like, oh wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kind of interests. I don't like work. Good evening, friends. My name is Kelly Hoffman. And I am your host for tonight's show. We are Clutch, a podcast by real girlfriends across America. We are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. Tonight, October the 8th, 2020, The title for the Clutch Podcast show is Edible, Likeable Table. During this show, we will have each participant to exhibit some nostalgia as well as a creative mind. The show features simple ideas of mouth-watering fruits and vegetables that make good for enhancing and decorating a table. In addition, the brief discussion of documented findings supported by History.com editorial on the once a year celebrated day, October the 31st, Halloween. First, let us become familiar with some of the participants of tonight's show. Now, before we begin the introduction, callers, I want all the participants to bring themselves into a state of mind where you are preparing for a happy, safe, elegant gathering for a Halloween event, and that at the present time, you are on a conference call with girlfriends whom are all partaking. Okay, then let us begin. Good evening, Corinne. How are you this evening? Good. Thank you. Corinne, please state your name for the fair pronunciation and thank you. Karen. Karen. Thank you, Karen. Karen, please give us the name of a fruit or vegetable of your liking that you would carve an image onto that would remind us of Halloween. Uh, apple. The apple. Thank you. All right, Corinne, please remember the choice you have entered for later on during the show. And thank you again very much for joining in on us. Now let us turn to good evening, Kay. Hello. 
Hello, Kay. How are you this evening? I'm good. Very good. Good to hear. Kay, please state your name for the fair pronunciation and thank you. Just Kay. Thank you, Kay. Kay, if you would please give us the name of a fruit or vegetable of your liking that you would carve an image onto that would remind us of Halloween. A pumpkin. The pumpkin. All right. Good fruit. Kay, if you would please remember the choice you have entered for later on during the show. And thank you very much for joining in on us. Let us turn to good evening, Tawanda. How are you this evening? Very leery. I don't know yet. Let's see. <laughs> leery. Okay. All right. Well, Tawanda, if you would please, for the fair pronunciation of the name, pronounce your name for us. Tawanda. Tawanda. Thank you very much, Tawanda. Tawanda, if you would please give us the name of a fruit or vegetable of your liking that you would carve an image onto that would remind us of Halloween. Cucumber. Cucumber. Good fruit. Uh, good vegetable, excuse me. All right. And thank you once again, Tawanda, for joining in on us. And let us see. Good evening, Alexis. Hello. Good evening, Alexis. How are you this evening? Tasha. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say again, please. Cautious. Passion. Now, cautious. You know, cautious. 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 Thank you. All right. And Alexis, if you would please state your name for the fair pronunciation and thank you. Alexis. I'm sorry. What is the name of the fruit or vegetable? You asked me for the pronunciation of my name, but um, the vegetable that I'm going to use is acorn squash. Acorn squash. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. All right, so now, Alexis, if you would please remember the vegetable for later on during the show. And thank you very much, Alexis, for joining in on us. All right, we have some wonderful fruits and vegetables. And now, so Wanda and I have apparently chosen the same vegetable, the cucumber. So there's a little bit of competition here with this cucumber. <laughs> Not so bad. No worries. It's All okay. right, we're going to use it for different purposes. Say again, Wanda. I said, it's okay. We'll be using it for different purposes. Oh, yes. I believe so. Interesting. Okay. It gives us more to talk about, which is great. 
Okay, so now we have some wonderful fruits and vegetables. Um, participants, remembering the fruit and vegetable of choice, we will now request your input in answering the following question. Question number one. What image would you carve onto the fruit or vegetable? Question number two. What toppings, bastings, or dressings would you spread over the fruit or vegetable? Question number three. Why did you choose your image? Question number four. What message does your image convey? In the attempt for allowing the participants to having just a few more seconds to answering, I, Kelly, your host this evening, will answer first. For question number one, I would carve onto the vegetable, the cucumber, the image of a jack-o'-lantern. On question number two, what toppings, basings, or dressings would I spread over the vegetable? I would spread the following over the vegetable. Sesame seed, oil, caramel topping, butterscotch topping, soy sauce, and a pinch of hot red devil sauce. On question number three, I chose the image of the jack-o'-lantern because the jack-o'-lantern reminds me of God's face and the sun. The message that my image conveys is that winter season is upon us. All right, participants, are we ready? Yes. Okay, great. So let's start with Corinne. Question number one, Corinne, what image would you carve onto the fruit or vegetable? A bat. The bat. Question number two, what toppings, basings, or dressings would you spread over the fruit? Caramel. Caramel. Question number three. Why did you choose your image? Because it was Halloweenish. Because it's Halloween. Question number four. What message does your image convey? Spookiness. What message does your image convey? Spooky. Spooky. All right. <laughs> Now let us turn to Alexis. Alexis, question number one. What image would you carve onto your vegetable? A uh, scary face. Would you please say again? Scary face. I'm not quite making that. Scary face. Carrie face? No, scary. Carrot? What? <laughs> scary face. Scary face. I'm not really sure what that is. 
It's a saint of some sort. No, a scary face. Oh, a scary face. My goodness. It took a minute to get the phonics across. All right, so we have a scary face on the vegetable. And question number two, what toppings, basings, or dressings would you spread over the vegetable? I have no idea, so let's just go with chocolate. Chocolate, interesting. That's nice. Okay, question number three. Why did you choose your image? Because it's Halloween and I want to scare a couple of people. Because it's Halloween. All right, thank you. Question number four. What message does your image convey? It's Halloween. I'm going to scare your It's Halloween. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Alexis, for contributing. And now let us turn to Kay. Kay, question number one. What image would you carve onto the fruit or vegetable? I'm going to carve um, that face from the witch and the Wizard of Oz, the one that, like, got the house dropped on her head. I'm going to draw her. Ooh, okay. We have an artist here. <laughs> and question number two, what toppings, basings, or dressings would you spread over the fruit? Over it? Uh, yes. Let's see. I think I'm going to put strawberry sauce on it to make it look like blood, like she's bleeding. Mm, very creative. I like that. All right. Very nice. And on question number three, why did you choose your image? Um, because, some, because somebody already chose jack-o'-lantern, so I decided to choose something else. <laughs> okay. Very nice. And thank you. And on question number four, what message does your image convey? It conveys a dead witch bleeding. Whoa. <laughs> All right. That's pretty spooky. Okay. And now let us turn to Tawanda. Tawanda, you've had some time to think of your answers right now. And uh, so tell us, Tawanda, on question number one, what image would you carve onto the fruit or vegetable? I would carve a broom, my little pretty. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. And on question number two, what toppings, basings, or dressings would you spread over the fruit, the vegetable, excuse me? What I would put on my cucumber is ranch. Onions and vinegar. As someone who comes from the East Coast, but I've literally. Okay. On question number three, why did you choose your image? Oh, Chef Michael. You got given the fish. Yes, I did. And you spent a fair bit of time removing the fillet. Yes, Yes, I did. I didn't make it. Okay, I would do. You said, why did I choose the, um, to make the broom? Why did you choose your image? Yes. 
I chose my image because I want to be able to fly a few places. Mm, nice. <laughs> Question number four. What message does your image convey? The message my image conveys is because I have a broom and you guys don't, I don't have to practice social distancing because I'll be flying in the sky away from the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> Real good. These are my kind of friends, beautiful people, chatting and preparing for a gathering, complimented with treats and distinguished recipes to share and critique. But what is a Halloween party event without costumes? Everyone, please say all at once on three, not a party. One, two, three, not a party. Not a party. <laughs> when we return, we will have the participants share and tell us one by one a costume that they wore as a child. And what costume would they wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party that is hosting for both political and entertainment figures? Clutch onto your table, thoughts and friends. We'll be right back. Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of viewing work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com backslash realgirlfriends across America. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash realgirlfriends across America. Every donation helps. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Clutch on. A news update. Americans financially suppressed by coronavirus. Not working. Children are homeschooling. And bills keep piling in via mail the one more last effort to pass a second stimulus bill this week which sought a second direct payment. The House of Representatives approved the new stimulus bill on Thursday, October the 1st, 2020. The payment includes a $1,200 payout per individual directly deposited into their account. Thank you, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and United States President Donald Trump. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you. We are Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. It is October the 8th, 2020. The name of tonight's Clutch podcast show is Edible Likeable Table. My name is Kelly, and I am your talk show host. Before the break, we discussed that upon our return, we would have the participants tell us one by one what was a childhood costume they wore, and what costume would they wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party 
that is hosting for both political and entertainment figures. Let us begin with Tawanda. Tawanda, what costume did you wear as a child? Actually, when I was a child going trick-or-treating, I never had a costume. Interesting. And were you, did you go trick-or-treating? Oh, yeah. I walked around uh, five houses in my area. We we lived in the country, not a lot of houses out here, and we didn't have any money to buy anything. Um, we painted our face, like, with, we grabbed my mama lipstick and powders, and but we didn't have an... Um, an outfit, and yeah, I did go trick or treating to a couple of houses in my area. It was just about five houses. Nice. And what was the what was one of the facial expressions that you painted on? Do you recall? I know that I looked like a clown, but I probably was trying. I don't know what I was trying to. I have no idea. Yeah, because I was oh, only going for trick or treating for like twenty minutes. So I always really wanted to go. So, yeah, I never had the full effect of trick-or-treating, unfortunately. I like to go, though. Hope I still get some candy. Nice, nice. All right. And so, Wanda, what costume would you wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party hosting for both political and entertainment figures? (laughs) Definitely. I would love to go. I would be a super sexy witch with not a lot on, but my <laughs> um, thing to cover my eyes. Pretty, very pretty. Well, thank you for sharing. And now thank you let for us, letting me share. Let us go over. You're very welcome. Let us go over to Corinne. Corinne, tell us, what costume did you wear as a child? My first Halloween costume was a uh, bunny rabbit. The bunny rabbit. Oh, very nice. Okay. And Corinne, what costume would you wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party hosting for both political and entertainment figures? Only thing that I could think of political, I mean, I don't follow politics, but I would say maybe like a sexy cop. A sexy cop. (laughs) We have two sexy figures joining our party. Wow, very nice. Okay, beauty, definitely. All right, and thank you, Corinne. Now let us turn over to... Kay, Kay, what costume did you wear as a child? Um, I didn't go trick-or-treating. Um, my parents would take us to these pilgrim fests, so I dressed up as a pilgrim. As a pilgrim. Nice. The start of Americans, huh? <laughs> okay, very nice. And Kay? What Mm -hmm. costume would you wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party hosting for both political and entertainment figures? I would dress as a Black Panther, like the one from Wakanda, but like it would be a a double entendre. I like Black Panther. Okay, the Black Panther, 
the pill, the sexy bunny and the sexy witch, the sexy cop, sexy witch, pilgrim, and the Black Panther. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kay, for sharing. And now let us turn over to Alexis. Alexis, what costume did you wear as a child? I didn't dress up for Halloween as a child. I just went in my normal clothes. There was one moment. There was a moment where I was in the eighth grade where I did dress up, but I'm not going to tell you what that costume is is because it's embarrassing as hell. Aww. You left us in the dark. (laughs) Yes. All right. Okay, well, that's fair. What about... What about what costume would you wear today as an adult for a mandatory costume party hosting for both political and entertainment figures? Well, you're not going to like my answer, but no. I'm going to probably go as a pregnant person with a shirt that says Road versus Wade, my body, my choice. Okay, well, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that at all. Okay, well, thank you very much, Alexis, for sharing. Now that everyone has had the opportunity to answer and give input, it is my turn to answer. The costume that I wore as a child was the princess costume. My mother purchased the princess costume for me once a year for four consecutive years. My mother became overwhelmed with my choosing the same costume every year. So on the fourth year of purchasing the princess costume for me, my mother mentioned that she would not buy the costume anymore. And so that was the end of trick-or-treating when I was a young child. The costume that I would wear today for a mandatory costume party as an adult Posting for both political and entertainment figures would be the Susan B. Anthony. I just love America. <laughs> All right. And so we have an absolute great celebration going on. We have friends, we have fruits and vegetables for treats with distinguished, flavorful toppings and basings and dressings to critique, and now we have costumes. Wow. But can anyone tell us what is Halloween? Why do we celebrate Halloween? Who started Halloween? How do we celebrate Halloween? When is Halloween celebrated? Where did Halloween originate? Who would like to give it a go? Um, this is Kay. Halloween first started as a as a um a holiday called All Hallows Eve. It was a pagan holiday. Good girl. Smart. Excellent. Who else would like to give it a go? Korea wants to. Is there anyone else that'd like to try? Whatever their thoughts were and beliefs and ideas? Is this Halloween on October the 31st? Yes, that is correct. 
One of the questions was, when is Halloween celebrated? So October the 31st? That's right. That's an answer. That's correct. It is indeed the day celebrated. Good girl. Anyone else? Not me, says Tawanda. I'm eager to hear what you have to share about what it is. I've always just thought about Halloween and trick-or-treating as a kid, getting some candy. And then when I got older and people started talking about different things in reference to church, they were saying Halloween was of the devil. And then a lot of times at Christian churches, one of my churches started calling Halloween um, Hallelujah Night. And, you know, we would go to church and do X, Y, and Z. So there's just been a lot of, I don't want to say controversy, but just really talking discussions over the years in reference to, like, what is Halloween? If you celebrate it, is it evil, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm so looking forward to hearing what you're going to share about what it is tonight. Okay. Well, thank you, Tawanda. Thank you very much for sharing that knowledge and experience and hands-it-down information well, I believe that all the answers that came in are fair, but let us take a look at a research entered by History.com editorial. According to research done by History.com editorial, the day, October the 31st, Halloween, being celebrated, dates back to the ancient Celtic festival of Soin. The Celtes lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is today known as Ireland, the United States Kingdom, and northern France. The Celtes celebrate their New Year's on November the 1st. November the 1st is also the designated day that Pope Gregory III assigned to honor all saints. November the 1st is All Saints Day. The evening before All Saints Day was known as All Hallows Eve, later becoming Halloween. All Saints Day incorporated some of the same traditions of the ancient Celtic festival of Soin. This day marked the end of summer and harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was usually associated with death. Celtics believe that on the night before the New Year's, the boundary between the world of the living and the dead became more permeable on the night of October the 31st. And so they celebrated so in. For it was believed that the ghost of the dead returned to earth. Celtics believe that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future for a people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world. These prophecies are an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. The commemoration for the event went along with bonfires, people gathering, burning crops, and animals wearing costumes. They wore animal heads and skins and told each other fortunes. The end. 
Thank you all so very much for tuning in with Clutch by Real Girlfriends Across America. My name is Kelly, your host and instant friend. Until next time, thank you and good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned.